0: Hello And welcome, welcome, welcome to WDGS on your podcast station. This is your girl, Fabulous Frida, twice in one day. They said twice is nice, but I have some spice. I want to share with you something because if you are in tune with the news, of course, there's so much sorrow. The land, but in light of this most recent event that occurred in Ocala, Florida, you know, I really had heard of it, but I had not just sat still and read the story or listened to the news report the story. And in that sorrow and sadness, sadness, young mother with four children. And it all started because how somebody talked to a child in an inappropriate way. And I keep saying, and I've been saying, and I'm going to still keep saying, a lot of people's feelings is going to cause them some true failure. How do we get control of our feelings? I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, according to the word of God. I was reading over Matthew chapter 24 because, see, when things get in my spirit, this is how we get to chance to purge them out and push them out. Sometimes it's not good to just jump on the hello phone. Oh, y'all know what the hello phone mean. Sometimes it's not good to talk to your brother, your sister, your neighbor, and people who don't have wise counsel. And this is what I'm beginning to notice: people will gather and glean together, who all get in their feelings and emotions instead of reaching out to someone that can assist them with diffusing the situation. Listen to me, listen to me. I've seen so many people get in their feelings because of what somebody say. We all are guilty. We are all guilty of saying things that's not nice. We're all guilty of saying things where we uh, uh, cast judgment. And people got this new saying now, uh, no judgment here. But yes, it is. And see, this is where the hypocrisy come in. I will never, ever fall out with somebody because of what I heard. Even if they stand in my face and say it. And I'll tell you why. I'm not falling out. I didn't say it might not make me feel some type of way, but check this out. It will never push me to hurt somebody because of the words that come out of their mouth. Remember, we are Americans. And in this country, people have the free will to say what they choose to say. they It's a law. You can plead the fifth Or you can exercise the freedom of speech. You can choose not to say anything. Or you can choose to say everything. And see, this is where you get a mature thought process. That's the way of the world. And so this lady, life, laid on the grounds. And she was executed, because that's what I'm going to call it, in front of her child. It was with intent. You behind a door protecting you. And it was with intent that you took a weapon to ignite it. Why? This is the troubling part. Why? Because two kids playing together have a disagreement in their feelings. And that created an adult To express some hard language of racial in her feelings. And then the mother took her feelings to go and try to find out. And she simply went to her neighbor, which is nothing wrong with, because of her feelings. But see, this is what I want to share with you on this podcast episode. How, 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 how to exercise ways to help build up your spiritual muscles so that you can hear things and not fall out where you can't never speak to somebody anymore, where you can hear things and not want to hurt and harm somebody. I want to share with you some information that if you make application, you will save yourself some headache some heartache, and some hell. Hello? Because make no mistake, people are literally leaving this earth, but they are being cast into hell, many of them. Now, it's not for me to know other name because I have no heaven or hell to put anybody in. But I can say this, if therefore you are not ready See, that's what the scripture says in Matthew 24 and 44. It says, therefore, be ye also ready for in such an hour as you think not when it's your last day. It said, when the Son of Man cometh. We don't know the last day. We don't know where our last breath is going to lie. But one thing I want to rest and be assured of is that whenever I take my last breath in this world, that it's not because of revenge, it's not because of hatred, it's not because of envy, it's not because of unforgiveness. And this is the thing. Because if all of those things rest inside of your heart, on the day God called you, you cannot reside in heaven. I hope somebody grabbed this. There will be no haters in heaven. There will be no people who harbor unforgiveness in heaven. There will be no people who want to hate and retaliate in heaven. If that was the case, there would be no segregation of a heaven and a hell. See, heaven is designed for the people who know how to forgive. Heaven is designed for the people who know how to love. Heaven is designed for people who know not to do the right thing in the wrong way, even though somebody did wrong to you. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Let me help encourage you. Listen to me. Listen, listen, listen. Let me encourage you to hear what the Spirit is saying. When you get this information, you are always not just be ready but you will stay ready i want to talk to you a little bit about what to do when you got hurt feelings you know and as i was sitting here thinking about it let me tell you something somebody put out a hurt feeling report a hurt feeling report so i i I tapped on it i said let me see what kind of report this is And it says, the data required by the Privacy Act of 1974 through the Department of Regulation. And the principal purpose is to assist whining, whiners, in documenting hurt feelings. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. The routine use of this report, because it looked like a police report. It said the use is so whiners should not use the form to seek sympathy from someone who cares. The disclosure. Disclosure is voluntary. However, repeated whining may lead to your life being stamped as a candy A. I'm not going to say what the A means, but y'all know what that means. Or some other appropriate term now listen to this the administrative data is where the name go they got a whiner's name the whiner's age their sex and the date of the report the type of report is wine the date your feelings were hurt the date your feelings was hurt this is the incident report in the slot number eight, it's a Time of Hurtfulness. And it say the location of the hurtful comment. The report goes on and say, was anyone sympathetic to the whiner? You put that in there. And the name of the person who hurt you. Who hurt you. Who hurt your pantsy. A. Feelings. some kind of report this is. And then it goes on to say, how long did you whine? Which feelings were hurt? So in the report, as it goes down and it reads from left to right, the reasons for filing the report, and they have several reasons. Reason number one they have, I am thin and skinny. I am weep. I am a wimp. I am a woman or man Going through like hormones hurt. I am a crybaby. I want my mommy. The department needs to fix my problems. My feelings are easily hurt. I didn't sign up for this. I was told that I am not a hero and the weather is too cold. And it says, tell us in your own sissy words how your feelings were hurt as if anyone cared. I I just sat here and read this. So I'm just reading it to you. And so the, the final results that we as the department take hurt feelings seriously. If you don't have someone who can give you a hug and make things all better, please let us know and we will promptly dispatch a hugger to you ASAP. In the event a hugger cannot be found, An EMS team will be dispatched to soak your socks in cold oil to prevent ants from crawling up your legs and eating their way up your candy A if you are in need of supplemental support. Upon written request, we will make every reasonable effort to provide you with a blanket, a binky, and or a bottle, if you so desire. And I just thought, truly, that can't not be a real report. Somebody got to be playing. But anyway, they said it was filed somewhere. So you can do the Google search and try to find out. But what I do want to say to you about hurt feelings is this. I know whoever made that report probably is being sarcastic. Because hurt feelings are actually real. There's no denying that. Even the Bible lets us know our feelings of anger are valid. It's not the fact that we should not execute our emotions, but it's what you do when you're hurt. And that's what I want to assist with. Sharing some real, solid, foundational information of what to do and how to handle when you're hurt. And I want to begin with something that is said in the Bible, what to do. Peter says, cast all your cares and anxiety upon God because he cares for you. And I think that's what a lot of people are missing in understanding. God really does care for us. But we have to take our feelings to him. We have to surrender our hurt and our anger to God. And when we do that, we say, God, take full acknowledgment of my feelings. I'm willing to admit my inabilities and trust that you will handle them. God, I ask that you revoke our right to revenge and that we trust you that you are our defender. God is available to be our defender. He is our defense. And our defender. So when I talk about how do you respond when someone who has hurt you. What God says about hurt feelings. What God says is that he close to us. The scripture says the Lord is close to the brokenhearted, And he saves those who are crushed in spirit. That's some good news. Though you may feel defeated and you feel that you want to retaliate, but listen to me: God is closer than any gun. God is closer than anybody words that came from out a mouth in front of your face. God is just that close. He is always there. And this is what I would just want people to understand when you say you believe God, he is omnipresent. He is always there. He's there when you're happy and he's there when you're sad. He's there when things are going good and he's there when things are going bad. God is always there. But I'm coming to realize more people will turn to outside forces before they turn to God. And this is what God wants us to do. He wants us to acknowledge he's there. This is what keep our blessings open. This is what should have occurred the day that the lady, and, and before she executed the other lady, she should have just went somewhere and repented and asked God to forgive her for what was said and then sit down and talk to God. Just, just imagine if she could rewind, what her neighbor would still be living. Those children would still have their mother. And she would not be facing a possibility of 30 years in jail. She is 58 years old. You add 30 years, that's 88 years. 88 years. And I suggest when people think that, that, that their emotions matter more than going to jail or to hell. Do your research. You really don't want to go to jail. If you had a split second, it's so many people been to jail. Say, if I had just, just not overreacted, if I had just took a few minutes and just thought this thing through, because nowadays it's nothing for the law to catch you unless you're a billionaire or a trillionaire. Well, you might can go to an island, but they still may catch you. Who wants to sit in jail because your feelings could have been controlled? All you had to do was just leave it alone for a minute. Sometimes you just have to let it go. Be still. Process the pain. It too shall pass. I promise you, I don't know a living, breathing human being personally. I say personally, that has been through more pain, more being talked about, more being ostracized, lost more family members than me. Now, I know there's other people in the world who has, but not me knowing them personally. And if I can do it, you can do it. Because the same God that's there for me is there for you. That's the good news. Though you may feel defeated, God is closer than you realize. He's always with you. And he can heal your heart. Trust me. He can heal your heart. Past the stuff that people say. No matter how ugly. No matter how jacked up. Messed up. up, What does God say. That we need to do. When somebody hurts you. Well let me share that with you. Jesus said. I tell you who hear me, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, and pray for those who mistreat you. That's what we're supposed to do. That's the formula instead of getting in your feelings and letting your feelings provoke you to hurt someone. I know it may seem like it's a hard formula, but I'm here to tell you as a witness, I learned how to love my enemies. Because I know when people don't like you and they trying to do things to hurt and harm you, they are your enemies. But you love them because you know that they are a human being and they have a heart. They just may be upset right now. They just may have heard something they didn't like what they heard. And so when I feel that that's the case with people, you know what I do? I still do good. I still do good by them. If they call me, they need something, I can help them in the time of need. I still do good in spite of what I may have just heard they said against me and are all about me. And then I bless them. I bless people that curse me. I know people don't curse and, and, and pay for curses. But I ask God to bless them. And I said, God, bless them. Bless them because they don't understand. And help them heal and deliver them. And the Bible said, pray for those who mistreat you. The Bible don't say mistreat people who mistreat you. See, that's why I say with this whole scenario, just think if those two women had just taken the time to pray, the lady child that was mistreated, if she'd have prayed, the lady who took the gun, if she'd have just prayed, they both felt mistreated in their feelings. But if they just had a stop, drop and prayed, they wouldn't be in the news today. I'm just saying. The following verse that I just read to you, Jesus gave that specifically as an example of how to treat those who have hurt our feelings, and so He wants us to be merciful, and that's what mercy is. And I tell you another thing that help keeps me anchored. When my feelings are hurt. Because sometimes people act like they think I don't have feelings that hurt. But my feelings are hurt a whole lot. As they could say, a whole heap. But the thing is, how do I handle it? Because I'm merciful. And I cannot hold and harbor hate. Because this is what my Bible tells me. And I'm a God believer all day, every day, throughout the day. It says, That when you are hurt, the reason we should be merciful and forgiving is because God, we want God to forgive us. You know how many things I've said that I need God to forgive me for? You know how many things I've thought that I need God to forgive me for? You know how many things I've done on my path in life that I want God to forgive me for? I need God to forgive me. And he said the only, only solution, prescription that he gives us, that he will forgive us if we forgive those that hurt us. It's a prerequisite. God cannot forgive us. He will not according to the word. He said forgive those if you want me to forgive you. And I want God to forgive me forever. Everything that I didn't do right that'll cause me to miss heaven and go to hell. It's more important for me to make it into heaven. That is so important. I don't want any parts of hell. Any. And I believe heaven and hell is real. So that's why I say no one could do anything to make me cruelly, purposely, intentionally with malice, premeditation to do anything to hurt them. And I ask God to forgive me if I said or did or thought something without intent, not even being aware that it actually hurt somebody. That's not my goal. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that the truth won't hurt people, but that's still not with intent. It's just the truth being the truth. Because I really want my eternal resting place to be in heaven. I don't want my soul to lay in a grave and go to hell. I don't want my soul to be burned and become ashes and my soul go to hell. Because this is the thing about hell. It's being enlarged every day. And there is no peace No love, no joy. If you think you mad, let me just drop this, Tibby. If you think you angry because somebody hurt you and you want to think you should go hurt them or mistreat them because you don't like the way they made you feel, let me tell you, you will get that all day, every day and worse in hell. Because when you get to hell, the Bible says they're going to be gashing and gnashing of teeth. People going to be clawing at you, fighting you, and according to the scripture, you just going to keep dying every day. You going to feel pain, suffering, and sorrow. You think I want my soul to live like that forever? Because make no mistake, we just housed in these bodies. Our soul is going to leave here like our soul came here. And so therefore, it will behoove you to be very mindful how to place your feelings in the proper perspective. So that's why I'm giving you the formula to do so. We understand that hurt is real. That's why the Bible says in Psalm 119 and 50, it said, my comfort. See, we want to take so many things in our own hand instead of letting God put it in the master's hand. Well, the Bible said my comfort in your suffering is this. It's a promise to preserve your life. And it says suffering comes with sadness, pain, and grief. Listen, but my comfort is there for you. Everybody has, has encountered some suffering, some pain, some grief. That's why we shouldn't want to hurt nobody. Everybody has experienced what you experienced. It may not have came from the same people, but trust me, everybody, because that's a part of human life. Suffering comes with sadness, pain, and grief. But this is the thing. When you find that comfort, see, that's why people just really need the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost is the comforter. It will comfort you when you're sad, when you're suffering, when you're in pain, when you're in grief. See, if you're struggling, you're supposed to look for examples in the Bible on how to be comforted. That's why I promote what did God say. Because there's an answer in there. God got a lot to say. And he has helped me. He has helped me so many times over and over when my heart was hurting. When my brain needed a break. When I was suffering and I was pushed into pain. God comforted me and I know he has no respect of person. He will also comfort you. But you must open up and let the comforter come in. You must open up. When you look at the Lord is so close to the brokenhearted. God know everybody's heart that's broken. You know why? Because it is he that created our hearts. It is he that the reason our heart is still beating with life. Don't you think God don't know your brokenness and your broken heart? And because he know that, he wants you to turn to him not turn to your guns not turn to to, to to your knife not turn to do something wicked and evil God wants you to take that brokenness my God and he wants you to cry out for his comfort he want to know how you want him to rescue your spirit and he knows your spirit is crushed You know, I remember when I was writing my first book, and I was going through a very troubling time. You know, I had received a notice that the house was in, was going in foreclosure. My husband, he just wouldn't come home sometimes. And I was just sitting there, and it was Super Bowl Sunday. And I was just sitting there thinking about all the joyful people throughout the world and throughout the United States that were celebrating. But yet I was sitting there. And I wanted my heart to go to this sadness. But I began to talk to God. And this is the thing. Listen, you got to get this. You got to get this. Nobody called me. Nobody came. And you know this how your mind will do. See, this how your feelings, you can get stuck in your feelings if you let yourself know. All you get is remembering all the nice things you did for other people. Don't you forget about all the wrong stuff. You start thinking about all the nice things you did about other people. And now they're not there for you when you feel that they should be there. we back to feelings. And so what I did to get comfort, I just began to say, Lord, help me. I couldn't find no other words. Listen, sometimes when you're in your sadness, when you're in your grief, when you're in your pain and you can't push out a prayer, sometimes you got to make it short and sweet. And all I could sit there, I kept just rocking. I was sitting at the bar in my kitchen and I just said, Lord, help Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. And I just rocked myself till I felt sleepy. And then I went and laid across my bed and I just kept saying, Lord, help me, Lord, help me. That's all I could say. Because I didn't want to just sit down and just even let thoughts that was toxic and tainted just float around in my head. So I just asked the Lord to help me. And see, sometimes when we get caught up in our feelings, that's all God needs us to do. All he wants us to know is He close enough. For when we are feeling overwhelmed by sorrow or grief, that He's there. He's there. And the Bible reminds us He's there. He would never abandon us in our time of need. He just wants us to call on Him. And see, this is the thing because when we do the opposite, we get in our sinful state. And so let me ask you this question. Do you believe it's a sin to have your feelings hurt? Absolutely not. The Bible doesn't condone you for having emotions. But but this is the part that it it does tell us to be careful how we handle our emotions. And that's what Paul wrote. He said, be angry, but don't do no sin. It's not wrong to get angry. It's what you do when you are angry. And that's in Ephesians 4 and 28. Some of these scriptures I drop in the description box so you can have them as a reference. But the most important things I want to share with you. Some things what to do when someone hurts you emotionally. I want to give you five steps to help you cope. When someone hurts your feeling of course step number one do turn to God step number two get to the real root of the problem sometimes we not just so hurt by what people say as much as we are a underlining deep-rooted problem and if you don't get to the root You can never discover what's causing that plant or that tree leaves to fall off. See, so many times someone said to me, my youngest son, people look at the leaves on the tree, but they never get to the root. Number three, put yourself in that person's shoes. Why did they say what they said? Maybe they said that about you because maybe what you said about them. I'm just saying, do that make two wrongs don't make no right? Absolutely not. But if you put yourself in somebody else's shoes, because that's what I do. I always ask the question, well, have I ever said something concerning them that wasn't nice? Yes, because I'm not a hypocrite. So then then, then I got to say, well, I can't judge nobody for saying something that wasn't nice about me. Hello? Because if I do, I'm a hypocrite. And I can tell you what Jesus said about hypocrites. He said, depart from him. He called them workers of iniquity. People who want you to treat them a certain way, but they don't treat you the same way. They they call hypocrites. I'm just saying. I'm quoting. I'm the messenger. Step number four. Try to show love to yourself. So often, we, we heavily, as a people, we heavily rely on other people to show us self-love. And I've learned how to love myself. In spite of come what may, whether people talk nice to me, treat me right, give or don't give, I've learned how to love myself because I love God. And when you love God, you got to love yourself and then you will learn how to love other people. But most people who get in their feelings and get angry and fall out with people, they haven't learned that type of love. They don't they, they haven't learned how to love their own self. Cuz once let me tell you, so once you learn your own self and once you learn how to love God, you will always know that you got a defense and a defender. God is your defense and your defender. You don't have to go toe to toe. You don't have to get in your your sideways and look sideways and clap back and snap back and none of that. Because you will know that God already got that; He's your comforter. And then, step number five: set boundaries. If you know that what the way people are, you know who they are, you know how they are, and they've shown you how they are, set boundaries. When you set boundaries, listen. Sometimes you just gotta back back. And say, well, you know what? Before I allow my feelings to take me to hell or to jail, let me draw a line, an invisible line in the sand, and say, I'm going to get over here, and I'm going to try something new if I've never tried to control my feelings before. And if you have controlled your feelings, let me go to my reiteration. I got to reiterate the same steps. Sometimes you have to take you got to walk the same steps in the same pathway. Sometimes you got to walk the same steps in the same pathway. When you go up and down your hallway and you go in your kitchen or your bathroom, you got to walk the same steps sometimes. And it's the same way emotionally. Sometimes you got to go over them same steps. Yeah, you done walked that way before. Well, you're back with dealing with your feelings, so walk them out again. Walk them out again. Go back and walk them out again, just like you do when you go to the kitchen. Every time you need something to drink or eat, you walk over the same steps. And when you're dealing with your emotions and your feelings and you harboring hurt and harm and hate, then go over them same emotional steps. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. So that's what I want to share with you. When God understands that you're willing to come to Him, God will bless those. He'll even bless those that hurt you if you ask Him. He'll bless you and he'll bless them. And that's the place you want to live in to get to heaven. Because see, heaven is glorious. Up there is that there will be no more heart, um, no, no more hatred. There's no heart. There's no no sorrow. There's no sadness. Can you imagine living in a place where there's no more sickness, no sorrow? No sadness. Everybody just loving one another. And you can only get there if you learn how to do it on earth. This is the dressing up room. Are you going to get your house in order? Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Romans 12 and 14. Let God heal your heart. Let him take everything everything you've ever done wrong. All the guilt, the regrets, the shame, the hurts, the pains. Let him replace that. Let him replace that. Because see, God sees you. He sees you. You might not feel him, and you might not see him, but trust me, he sees you. He see every single stinking fault we have. Every thought we have. God see this. But he still love us. And that's the example he want us to live by. No matter how much stinking stuff you done heard. No matter what people done did. And said all manner of evil against you. The good news. God can replace it. He can comfort you. All we have to do is open up our heart and just willing to be forgiving. Let your feelings do that first. Before you act off your feelings to find fault, let your feelings open up to forgive. Forgive the person who hurt you emotionally. And that's what we're supposed to do according to the Bible. The Bible said, acknowledge our faults. But so many times we want to acknowledge everybody else's faults. And when you acknowledge your fault, you acknowledge your pain. You think things through. Imagine being on the other side. Remember, you want God to forgive you. Reflect on God's biblical command. And that's how you will let go of the hurt. And whatever you do, two things, you should not stop. As long as you live, continue to forgive and continue to pray for those persons who hurt you. And watch the blessings from the Bible be unfolded In spite of your pain. In spite of what you've been feeling. And don't sit around and keep trying to compare. If you want to compare. Don't compare fault. Compare the joy that is coming. Even though you can't see it right now. But compare the joy that is coming. Because trust me when I wake up and laugh every day. You know why? Because the joy of God is my strength. Amen. Amen. And I just want you to stay in that joyful place. And so whenever your feelings get stirred up, go back, rewind, and revisit this podcast. Make your notes, write your list, and check it twice. And make sure you're not naughty, but you're nice. This too shall pass. Your feelings will move out of the way. If you let the comforter in and let God have his way. Amen. And as always, may the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your lives. Meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires, which I hope it is to pray and bless those and love. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Until the next podcast upload, I humbly appreciate you for tuning in to WDGS on your podcast station. Twice in a day, oh, twice is nice. God bless and bye for now.